Brutal Caesar, how's it going? All good. How are you doing? You good? Yeah, I'm doing well. Thanks for joining me tonight. No, no, thanks for having me. Thank you. Uh, so you're over in the UK? Yeah, yeah. Um, have you ever spent any time in the United States? I haven't, no. Um, it is something I want to do at some point. Um, if I could fit in around a project, something like that, then I think um, that that would be a good time to come over. But yeah, it is something I definitely want to do, but I'm still yet to come over to the States. So um, as someone living outside of the U.S., how do you feel about what's going on over here? Do you feel like the United States is kind of headed downhill? or I'm just curious um, about your perspective. Yeah, I mean, from from what we've seen and stuff like that, it all just seems a bit crazy. Um, I think there was something the other day that I heard about that a puppy, a 16-year-old girl, wanted, was looking at an abortion, but they said she wasn't mature enough or something. Um, yeah, it, it's just all crazy. I think it's, um, it's not going in the right way at all. So how is it over there? Are things kind of crazy still from the pandemic and stuff? <clears throat> um, no, things have opened up. I mean, masks and stuff now is mainly kind of hospitals, stuff like that. You've got to wear them. Um, but in terms of kind of everything else, it's all calmed down. I think we had quite a good um, rate in terms of people getting vaccinated and stuff like that. Um, so, no, thankfully, it's, it's died down quite a bit. Um, you don't really hear about it anymore. So it's kind of almost as if it, it never happened. Yeah, in some aspects, but um, no, it's it's good. Everything's back to normal. So um, yeah, it's it's thankfully it's all gone back to a, gone back to that kind of pre-COVID, good, to a, good. as much as much as it can anyway. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> I'd like to take people back a little bit, but first I just wanted to mention that um, I keep seeing like I think it's the last three days in a row I've gone on social media. I see a, something else that you're working on with someone. So it looks like you yes. you have at least two or three new projects that you're involved with in the next month. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I've got, got a project with Ren Thomas that drops next week, um, 28th, I think it is. Um, what's it? No, it's 24th, sorry. And I think the 28th of September then, there's another project with Body Ping that's coming out. Um, so one, one single's come out from that already. And then um, there is a a part concept project coming up with bad seed um so there's a partial concept to it but it's kind of a concept mix with um a modern kind of twist to it um so that'll probably be everything for the rest of this year now um but yeah still trying to plan for next year and get some ideas going so yeah it might be a busy few months of promoting now and trying to get stuff out well i i actually saw something else it um it's called brutal lyricist this project September okay. 26th it's dropping yeah so um yeah that was that's really great uh, MC called Larris. um so yeah so there was a beat bundle purchased for, um by him so um yeah so he he's dropping that um obviously I think it comes just in between kind of the the Ren Thomas and, and body ping but yeah that's something else that is coming out um they're also I'll try and promote where I can but yeah. I think Initially, that was that was due to be kind of a project for lyrics um, himself. Yeah. From there, but but yeah, but no. So yeah, that's coming out as well, um, uh, produced by me. But uh, yeah, so we've got there's three in the next month or so. Um, so it is busy, and then yeah, we've got the <clears throat> the project with Bad Seed that'll be dropping at some point. Um, but yes, tracks are slowly coming together on that one as well. Yeah, so are you the busiest you've ever been in terms of music at this moment? Would you say? Um, yeah, definitely. I think looking at my band camp, there was a bit of a, a dry spell of a couple of years, um, starting a new job and stuff like that. Kind of the, the music just took a bit of a backseat and, and getting to grips with all of that, really. Um, so, yeah, there's about two years out. So, this has definitely been the busiest period in terms of getting stuff out. Um, I know there's been a few bits with M Ski and Fat People. Um, no, the good people, sorry, and the fat lacing, sorry. Um, and then, yeah, and then there was also the EC's Calpurnia in March as well. So it'll be potentially four or five projects this year. So it's definitely the most I'll have out in wow. any kind of 12-month period. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's been, it's been very busy. Um, so, yeah, it's just trying to get everything, get everything together and then keep moving forward, really. So um, as much as possible anyway. So are you, uh, have you always lived in the UK? Were you born there? 
Yeah, yeah. So um, I always lived in the UK. So I was born in a place called Cardiff um, and lived there until about four years ago um, when I moved when I moved with a wife to um, kind of a bit more of a rural area in England. Um, so yeah, always been always been in the UK. Mm. <clears throat> so um, looking back, like, is there anyone that you remember hearing first as far as like United States um, hip hop? I would, um, yeah, so I'd say it was kind of um, Wu-Tan was the first kind of thing I listened to and, and kind of actually kind of really got into, um, other than kind of when you over here in the UK, when, you, when you're in high school, it's kind of Tupac and Biggie and all that, um, but coming away from, from that, I think kind of Wu-Tan had the bigger influence, um, and when I started making beats, that was kind of the sound I went for, um, so I'd say, yeah, kind of Wu-Tan was probably the earliest big influence that I had kind of hitting yeah. teenage years and stuff like that really um and growing up from that so around what year do you think you started making beats and what were you using for equipment um so I'm trying to think so I started under a different name probably I'm trying to think that's been eight years um probably about 15 years ago so what's that 2007 maybe something like that um so I think that was using like an a PC that was ancient. I used it until about two years back until it just died. Um, so yeah, I used that and it was using, so I still use the same software now. So I just use kind of um, Reason and Soundforge essentially. So Soundforge kind of cutting samples up and then Reason just to just to get kind of the beat making done. Um, so I've always used the same software. I've kind of just had the mentality, if it's not broke, then don't fix it. Um, and it's, it's just easier for me just to kind of, if I want to, make something quicker, I can just jump on. Um, I know my way around it, know what I need to do and, and kind of go from there. Um, but yeah, I think it was about 2007-ish maybe, first started. Um, yeah, but I've kind of stayed with the same software, albeit kind of upgraded and, and whatnot. So um, yeah, it's been, it's been fairly consistent in terms of what I've used. Yeah, so have you always like worked on your own or were, were you in getting into music with some friends and like ever in a group or anything like that? Um, so it started kind of my, my older brother started um, making stuff with some people back home. Um, and I was kind of watching, I was like, oh, this, this is quite cool. So that's what kind of got me into it really, um, was my brother started doing it. Um, and then kind of just went from there, just kind of messing around with, I think the first, first sample was like a soul to soul sample, something like that is really, is horrendous. Um, but yeah, so I think it started with that, then kind of did a bit of stuff with some, some local rappers and then yeah i think i soon kind of thought that the stuff i listened to and the influences i had some more american based and kind of from there then wanted to kind of go into working with kind of american rappers um i think the first project i possibly did was with vendetta kings um i can't remember how long ago that was now that was that was under the old name um but yes there was um project with vendetta kings and stuff like that so i think for about 2010, is just kind of trying to push what I can on my own and, and go from there, really. Yep. So, um, is it B Caesar? Was that your first release <coughs> under Brutal Caesar in 2018? Yeah. Um, let me double check. I need to double check my bank account now. Um, I think so. Yes, that was my first kind of solo um, producer project. So, prior to that, I did um, Sea Monster, the soloist. Um, and then kind of another project with someone called Illa Dutch, um, which, which was kind of, I think it's a short six, six track project, but I think the first kind of producer project with different MCs and collaborating that way would, would have been B Caesar. Um, and then, yeah, it's just kind of a bit of littering of different, um, kind of collaborative projects with soloist, um, a God, unique stars and a few others. And then obviously sees Calpurnia. Um, I kind of enjoy doing those projects, but they are a lot more stressful trying to kind of work with different MCs and stuff like that, rather than working with one with a couple of yeah. features here and there. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I think Sea Monster would have been the first one, which would have been, um, 2017 and then, yeah, BC was the following year. So, um, that would have been the first kind of, um, project just by myself with, with different MCs and a bit kind of that. So we're, work, all, really. we're all those rappers on B Caesar from over there? Um, no, they are all American. Um, there's not one. I, I very rarely work with anyone from the UK. Um, 
I just I think kind of what I do sounds fits more kind of the American um, rapper and kind of with with the influences I have now and from before um, they they just fit kind of American rappers more. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't think on any project I've put out there is a UK artist on there. Um, no, they are all kind of either European based. Um, so kind of looking to see Calpurnia, Melee, Sparks would be European based. Um, then the rest are US based. So yeah, it's every project I've done has been with the with the US rapper. Hmm. So um, <clears throat> do you remember like when you had your first um, song played on the radio or any type of mix shows or mixtapes? And was um, it over there or was it in the United States? I'm trying to think. I think the first one would have been from Sea Monster. I think it would have been um, the Soloist Project from 2017. I think it might have been. I could be wrong. But the first one I remember is um, Eclipse or Rap is Out of Control. And that was oh, the wow. first one. Um, main kind of radio plays. Funny enough, I was speaking to someone from, from back home who who's my engineer um, about kind of radio shows in, in kind of the UK and stuff like that. Um, but to be fair, the majority on kind of um, any DJ list I have are, are all American-based. Um, so I think the first play I had radio-wise would have been uh, Rap is Out of Control from memory. If I am wrong, then I apologize. But yeah, I think that would have, that would have been the first one I had. <clears throat> are there any famous shows over there? I mean, the, I know of Tim Westwood. Is that anywhere near your area that that's out of? Um, so he... He's London-based, also. I don't think he's. I don't know if he's still doing it actually, because I know there's been. I don't know if it's hit the US, but there's been a lot of controversy yeah, around. Yeah, kind of, um, Yeah, kind of him messing um, around with underage kids and stuff, potentially or whatever it is. I know it wasn't too too good on his on his account, yeah. um, but no, it's never been anything like that. So um, the one the one that I use from here is is BBC Radio, but it's, it's uh, BBC Radio Wales. Um, but obviously, it get it gets kind of a lot of plays in Wales and stuff like that. So there was one, I think that the one they played that I remember would have been um, the track I did with Razkaz, which was the um, the Drake flip. I'm trying to think what it was now. I think it was Laugh Now, um, which came out around Christmas a couple of years back now. Um, so that was played on that one. I think they played a couple of others as well. One with Soloist. Um, so yeah, so there's been a couple of plays on on UK radio, but to be fair, the majority of it is kind of US radio, and that's kind of what I look for, just based on um, the sounds and the, and the the rappers I'm working with. Um, again, it's just kind of I think that's the market that is probably going to be more suitable to to aim for and and go from there. Really, in terms of a lot of um, kind of scenes over here, um, I don't really know a lot of what's going on. Um, just because it's not something I particularly target. Um, So, yeah, I think a lot of the stuff that I look at now is is kind of US-based. And if I went through my my DJ list, I think 95% at least will be kind of American radio shows and um, DJ shows and stuff like that. Yeah. So um, are there a lot of American artists that tour over there and do large shows or anything? Mm. I think Rex is coming over. Um, I think the nearest big city that we would have because from where we are is probably a couple of hours away we should be bristol um because we're kind of very much um southwest where i'm living now um so i think the closest would be bristol but there, there are a lot that come over to kind of um, london and birmingham and stuff like that i think i think raz was over in london last year or beginning of this year um speaking to rex is obviously he's on seas galpernia and there's another track with him that we're looking to get sorted out. Um, I know he's coming over at some point as well, possibly to London, but I think that's about four or five hours drive um, and train from, from where I am. So it, it can be a bit difficult sometimes to get out, get out yeah. there. Um, yeah, I mean, in, in terms of kind of, it's a bit more central to where we are. Um, so again, it, it can be kind of four hours or so um, for where most shows are in, in the UK that people come to. Um, but yeah, kind of don't, where I'm living at the moment, there's not much um, yeah. to accommodate for anything hip-hop-wise. So, um, <laughs> in the past, when you were getting started, were you ever into mm. rapping or DJing at all? Or no. Or producing? No, no, it's, it's just been producing. Um, I've never rapped. It would, just, it would be horrendous. Um, 
it'd be awful. And yeah, DJ sounds quite cool. I know, obviously, um, like Tone Smith that I speak to quite regularly. Obviously, he's everywhere. I think any any oh, yeah. you look at at the minute is either produced or cut by or, or both by Tone Smith. Um, I know there's a couple over here. Obviously, you've got TMB. Um, who, who kind of is between him and Tone, they're the ones I mainly go to, just so I kind of even out a bit. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, it's, it's always just been producing, really. Never never got into kind of DJing or anything like that. Um, again, I think it, it would be something that I'd probably get frustrated with. So I've kind of left it alone and left it to people that, that can do it a lot better than I ever would. Yeah. So is there anyone that um, is is from the UK that raps that really is like the most famous or the most well-known over there? So I think you've got people like um, Skinny Man, I think, who is probably one of the, the more well-known MCs. Yeah, I've heard that name, definitely. I just don't know any of his songs at all. Yeah, there, there's a few. Again, I think a lot of it is, I think with, this will probably not come out well, but I think with a lot of UK rappers, some of them will either try and sound like they're from London or try and make it sound like they're American. And I think that what kind of initially put me off. Um, obviously, you've got a kind of your commercial ones. So you've got like Storms and stuff like that that everyone seems to know. Um, and then kind of if you went to Grime, you'd look like Kano and stuff. Uh, but yeah, I'd say kind of Skinny Man, you've got Jest, um, a few kind of more hip-hop-based rappers, really. Um, but the ones that I think are most commonly from, from the UK... Um, would be kind of yeah, Stormzy and Kano and stuff like that that are kind of a bit more commercial maybe. Um, I know you've got like Roots Maneuver as well, and there's a few others. But yeah, I think there, there's a few, but mainly kind of not hip hop per se. It's kind of one of the um, kind of branches off it as such yeah. nowadays. Are there any producers you think that are really good <clears throat> from over there, or or that you that you respect and work with or talk to? Um, yes, yeah, so you've got Dr. G, who I speak to. Um, my my engineer used to produce quite a bit back in the day. Um, he's he's done quite a lot with people like Lewis Parker, stuff like that. Um, you've got Beat Butcher, uh, Beat Butcher as well, who obviously is, is from the UK as well. So there are a few names, obviously. As a producer, it's, I don't do a lot of kind of joint work with producers, if that makes sense. I think so. Sometimes it does get a bit messy. Um, it, it's not something I wouldn't do at any point, but at the moment it's just kind of sticking with what I know. Right. Um, but yeah, you've got like Beat Butcher, um, Dr. G, who's done quite a bit of stuff as well. Um, they're the two that I see kind of more often than not. Um, but yeah, I think kind of my engineer, he's worked with Lewis Parker and stuff before on on stuff. Um, and he used to produce, so I, I speak to him now and now and again, and just kind of send him some stuff and get some tips and um, ways of just trying to make things sound a little bit more cohesive and and just to kind of improve on what I'm doing, really. Yeah. So, would you say there's a song you're most known for, and do you have a favorite that you've put out so far? Um, going on purely going off kind of digital streaming i think from the last project you've got the i hope track which has got afro and rec ali and rex um i think that's probably one i listen to most i know that's kind of the one that's had a bit more traction um i'm hoping kind of the the stuff with ren thomas listen to what what he sent um i'm really looking forward to seeing what people think about that and kind of going forward um hopefully that'll come out and people that's a solid project and hopefully people kind of we listen to that quite a bit. Um, but yeah, I think it'll probably be, I hope, from the Seas Calpurnia project. So that'll be the Afro Rex and Rec Ali. Um, personally, that's the one I probably say is the one that people will say to me most about. Um, I think on the same project again, there's um, Warning Label with Zagnip Nori and Innocent, which um, Tom Swift did some cuts on as well. So I'd say they're probably the most. They're the two that I hear most about when speaking to people um, at the moment. But hopefully, going forward, obviously, we've got the Body body Ping project and, and Ren Thomas. So hopefully, that'll kind of get a few people talking about different um, tracks on that as well. Um, and then the Bad Seed project as well. That That's something I'm really looking forward to. And I think that'll be something that people will be, uh, be liking as well. Are those all full-length projects or any of them EPs, like uh, shorter ones? Um, so I 
think the rain, Thomas, well, let me double check, so I've got the files on, on here. Um, I think the one with the rain, so the one with seed is going to be 10 project, uh, 10 tracks. That's, um, that's kind of full from there. Um, rain is going to be sort of 11 or 12 tracks as well from that, so that's going to be full. And then um, body paints ten as well. So I generally try and I try and go more than six. So anything kind of eight and above, I'll try and stick to. Um, otherwise, kind of sometimes when you factor in costs and stuff like that, it just doesn't make sense for, for a short project. <clears throat> um, yeah. So kind of the the body paint is ten. The one with seed will be ten, and then rent Thomas will um, be kind of eleven or twelve tracks. So um, there'll be full full track uh, projects for that. Um, so yeah, we look forward to that. I think Brem was looking at possibly doing um, physical copies as well at some point. So that'll be something to keep a lookout for as well going forward. Um, but yeah, there's there's more to come on that. That'll be um, released initially on Bandcamp only um, on its initial release. And then, yeah, so there's a few, but they'll all be full length. Yeah. So how did you come up with the name Brutal Caesar? And um, does it really, does it have a meaning to it? Um, it, it doesn't really have any major meaning. So I think when I was working on, um, so on Facebook, I just used an alias of David Bruton. Um, it's just my first name. And then kind of, I was just listening to a lot of, um, Bruton music stuff at the time. Um, when kind of running through stuff with my engineer and stuff like that, but then speaking to Solis, Solis, we just discussed the names. Um, <clears throat> and I've always enjoyed history and stuff like that. So we just talked about different stuff. Um, and somehow Caesar came up from, from, from nowhere, really. And then when I sent him some stuff, he's like, oh, actually, I think he's like the name Brutal Caesar kind of fits your sound. Um, so it just kind of went from there. I think it just makes a bit more, it just sounds a bit more kind of hip hop wise than, than David Bruton as an alias does. Um, so yeah, it just came from, from a chat with Soloist really and kind of just, just discussing random stuff and having a random conversation that came from there. It just kind of stuck. So, um, yeah, it's, it's not got any particular meaning to it. Um, but now kind of using that name, I try and stick to a kind of a current theme with with most projects, um, whether it's in the name or kind of the artwork or anything like that or, or a particular theme. Um, yeah, so we try and stick to that as much as I can, especially with kind of producer-only projects. Yeah. I'll try and tie it into a theme, um, link it, link it back into that, really. So you just put out a um, really stacked producer project in march yes um i'm not quite sure how to say that uh seas calpurnia so it's it's a, um so yeah that's a bit of a play so on different bits so with the caesar kind of story um calpurnia had the dream that he was he would be killed when he oh, when okay. he died um and then it was just kind of chucking seas in as in kind of um obviously seas as in kind of obtaining stuff and then just turned it into kind of play on the word Caesar really. Um but I know there's there was like a rock band or something called Calpurnia. So we've changed it from a C to a K just to kind of avoid anything like that. So yeah, it was kind of just um that just came about playing on different different aspects of the um of the story of Caesar really. Just kind of making it fit in from there and obviously coming from B Caesar. Um and the the B itself can either be kind of before or um, for, for brutal, really. So that that I've kind of left quite open. Um, but yes, this one is obviously just running along that theme as such, and just tying it in slightly. Yeah. So, how do you feel looking back on that project now that it's been <clears> a few <throat> months? Is there anything um, you know that drives you crazy about it that you wish you could change, or or any regrets about it? Um, I think I. It was more frustrating than anything, just kind of getting things sorted out in timelines and, and everything else. So I think if there's anything I could do, do differently, it would be to set a deadline from the word go. Um, I think in terms of the project as a whole, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with it. Um, I think everyone that's, that's on there has is, is come, come good on there, really. Um, I mean, whether one or two tracks could have potentially not been used on this and used elsewhere potentially um but yeah i try to i try to keep a theme throughout certain points of it of, of the project so kind of um the first track with emily the dream um it's based on calpurnia's dream that kind of story um and then there was um 16 daggers 
it, it has some kind of um, light kind of touch in terms of the assassination, but turned in, in a way that it wasn't, it was kind of an attempted assassination through the lyrics of that. Um, so I tried to have a bit, couple of conceptual tracks in there, but yeah, I think as a whole of the project, I'm, I'm really happy with it. Um, kind of the feedback I've had on it has, has been positive as well. Um, I think potentially could have pushed it a bit more um, kind of on the build up and stuff like that. But, but generally in terms of the, the quality of it, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with it. I think there's always stuff you can do to improve it or stuff that could have been taken out. But, but yeah, as a whole, that I've got no, no major complaints on that really. Yeah. So you mentioned it, um, some of the songs being conceptual. So hmm. with the artists on it, did you say to them, Hey, this is the title of the song. <laughs> this is the um, meeting of it. I'm looking for. Um, so yeah. So for the two conceptual tracks, um, that, that was the plan really. So, for the dream, so the opening track, there was a few different links that I sent um, to to the to the artists on that. Um, so kind of a few YouTube videos and stuff like that, and a few kind of different um, articles in terms of the the dream and stuff like that, and different ways that it's being looked at. Whether it was kind of um, in terms of like the Shakespeare way of telling that story, um, and then kind of a bit more actual historical stuff on it. And then the other one was um, the one with Razkaz. So I know I wanted him to do something conceptual because I know obviously he he's one of my favorite MCs anyway, but especially in terms of storytelling. Um, so when he agreed to kind of be part of it, um, I said I kind of meshed him as I'd really like you to do something conceptual um, around kind of the assassination as such. And that was due to be the last track of the project. Um, but obviously when it came back with with that theme but in terms of the attempted assassination i thought it kind of fits a bit more in the middle now um so yeah so that, that it had a different kind of outcome on it but i think it fitted well um and kind of yes yeah, so they, they were the only two like really said actually these are something i want a theme yeah, so on the, so, so the rest you to... just you just gave them the beat and that was it they just yeah do what you want to do yeah, yeah. <laughs> do what you do um i was i i try not to be too kind of involved as such um I think the main one I, I've, I've really been involved in recently is kind of the one with Bad Seed, so um, Julius. So with that, obviously, because there's concepts and stuff like that, initially that was going to be similar to Calpurnia, where it'd just be multiple artists on there. Um, but then when I was speaking, Seed was going to do the, um, the intro track on there. And then he said, actually, he'd be more than happy to do the full project. So it kind of went from there, really. So it wasn't the initial plan on it. Um, and kind of sent sent in these are the topics I was looking at. So yeah, so um, with that one, obviously we're going to use the topics, but with a bit of a modern twist, just to, so it kind of fits in a bit more to what people might want to listen to. Um, so I've just I've sent him earlier on today, kind of a list of different articles for different parts of of the story and the topics that I had in mind. Um, so hopefully that'll kind of just take a bit of um, time away from him, how to kind of look into it himself. So yeah, other than that, I try not to get too involved in terms of what people are um, kind of coming out with, unless it's just absolute nonsense. Then I'm not particularly that fussy. As long as it, as long as the track comes out good, I'm happy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, other than that, I try not to get too involved. This it's not my line of work, so I just leave it to the uh, to the rapper really. Yep. So with an album like that, does that take a lot longer for you than um, just putting <clears throat> together an album with one artist? Um, so I think, so I think the initial idea of it and the artwork is about four years old. Um, so it was prior to me changing jobs, this kind of idea came about, um, and with the artwork, um, I think having a bit of a gap in between when I started obviously changing jobs and stuff like that, I think that, that slowed it down a bit from, but I think the first track that was recorded would have been Ill Supreme, so Illa Jean Supreme, um, cerebral um so tone again has it had a bit of help with that from him in terms of kind of getting those guys on there um but i think that that track's probably about three years old now um and that would that would have been the first recorded so it was it was very slow very frustrating there were points i was thinking i might just not bother doing it and just kind of the ones had recorded drop them as singles um but yeah thankfully i kind of waited it out and had a bit of patience with it and worked on other things in the background. Um, and I'm happy with how it's come out now, especially with with some of the uh, the MCs on there. So the likes of Afro, obviously, Rec Ali, Rex for that one track. 
Um, Raz, then you've got um, King Magnetic, Guilty Simpson, um, Craig G, Solomon Charles. There's there's a lot of, of names on there I'm really happy with. So it, it turned out well. Um, I think sometimes though I just get a bit frustrated when things take a while because um, I like to kind of get it done and, and get it out. Um, but yeah, it was about four four years from planning to getting it out, um, about three years from the first track to to release, really. Yeah. So are you already working on another producer album or do you plan on putting one out? Um, so, yeah, there's there's one I've got an idea for. Um, so it's, it's something I'm just kind of thinking of at the moment. Um, I haven't got put a lot of planning into it. So think of calling it um, 12. So there's a, there's a number of different reasons for it. Um, so kind of it, it links into a number of different things in terms of kind of the importance of that number. Um, so there's kind of, I was reading certain that my brother bought me. It's called um, Twelve Caesars. So it's around kind of from from Julius Caesar, the Twelve Caesars after that. So it links into that, um, and there's a number of different things kind of digging into it. The number linked into, um, but yeah, that's something I'm planning at the moment. Um, just kind of looking at getting some cover uh, artwork done for that, and then potentially going from that really, um, and then kind of trying to pitch to MCs. But I need I need to get a list then of kind of um people i particularly want on there and getting beats kind of allocated to that um and kind of work a bit more on that really um but yeah it's something i am looking to do it'll just be 12 tracks 12 mcs one, one for each track so i think sometimes having three or four different mcs on the track can be from, from what i'm being told can be a bit of a, a pain for the engineer especially obviously different microphones different mm-hmm. studios stuff like that so yeah if it does happen, it would be 12 tracks, one MC per track, and um, and go from there then just to fit the kind of theme. Do you have a lot of unreleased, just random uh, like producer <clears throat> tracks, not necessarily anything from like any particular album with a, <clears throat> with a solo artist, but like from making this album and other uh, producer albums, do you have a lot left over from those? Um, so no, to be fair, I think generally once I've got the tracks I want, I generally um, kind of stop from there. I, I try not to kind of um, stock any tracks. I think so, otherwise then you, you're starting it too long. So the body ping track is actually all ready to go. Um, and it is it is just sat on, sat on Bandcamp waiting to be published. Um, so I was speaking to body ping earlier about whether he wants to kind of release it early. Um, but I think with the, with the, the Ren Thomas one, I think we're going to leave it until um, 20th of September. But yeah, it, it it is tempting just to kind of hit that publish button and let let, mm. let it out. Um, but no, I try not to stock anything. Um, I'm just mindful, obviously, if something comes out and you just sit on it for a while, it may not be as as relevant. Um, it may it may not have kind of the impact that you want it to have. So yeah, there, there's nothing major that I'm sat on. Um, there are a few singles that I'm looking at getting out. So um, speaking with Phantasm. Um, an MC called Donson the Wise, um, Ready Rock D, and there's a few others as well um, in terms of singles, whether they're going to be for their own project or, or whatnot. Um, yeah, there, there's a few kind of, there's mainly beats that I'm, th- I'm sat on listening to. I'm thinking I really need to get this allocated, but I want to make sure that it goes to the right MC rather than just checking out to, to anyone that's not going to do it justice to what I think it needs to be done. Um, so nothing in terms of full tracks, just a few few beats here and there that I I want to get out and get to the right MC. It's just just finding them at the right time to um to fit it and fit what they want to do really. Yeah. So is there any uh, rappers that have been really hard for you to get a hold of that you've been trying to you know trying to work with and it just doesn't work out, or is there anyone um, that's really at the top of your list you'd want to collaborate with at some point? Yeah, so I think I in my head I I've got a few that that I'd really like to work with. Um, obviously, Razkaz is, is kind of for me one of top five, top ten, um, and thankfully I've managed to get a few tracks there. And um, there's potentially another one from a sample he sent me that he wanted me to use, which is which is with him now. Um, so just waiting on that. Um, I think if we're looking at kind of all time that you've won, um, kind of Ghostface Killer, that'll be that'll be one I definitely want. Inspector Deck. Um, they're they're kind of two that I'd love to get on. Killer Priest, so kind of a, a Wu Tang thing, really. Um, kind of growing up and kind of that um, initial kind of 
impact on style and influence really they're the kind of the ones i'd love to get on obviously very very difficult to do so um but yeah i think they're the main ones really um that i'd look at kind of going for well that i'd love to get going forward but um yeah i've got a few few others that i'd like to get obviously bad seed is <clears throat> is strong in what he does um so yeah so that's one but obviously that's been that's been fairly simple to get going um but yeah other than that kind of maybe a bit of little brother um would be would be good to get as well but yeah i'm kind of aiming very high with those names really yeah so are you um do you listen to a lot of new music would you say do you feel like you're always looking for a new artist to work with <clears throat> yeah I, I try and look as much as i can but in, in terms of kind of work and stuff like that there, there's times that um i do find it difficult so i try and keep an eye on um kind of any shows that are publishing their playlists and stuff like that um I speak to a few people kind of in Rhode Island and stuff like that as part of one of the groups on Facebook I speak to. Um, and yeah, it's always trying to find different people that are coming through. Um, there is one, one MC I've sent a few beats to that he was, he was liking them as well. He's from, I think he's from Rhode Island as well, or, or he's from Massachusetts anyway. Um, I think I'm trying to think what his name is now. I think it's Chach or C H A C H. Um, but yeah, so there's there's a few different ones um, that I'm looking at, kind of trying to work with. It's it's just trying to kind of look myself, but also then use kind of networks that I have in terms of going forward and trying to pick pick some names and pick pick other people's brains and see who they think would fit and and check out from there really. So it's it's kind of number of different irons in the fire trying to find the right people to fit really. Yeah. So are there any albums from like maybe the last? two or three years that you really like a lot? Like, um, like for me, I really like the new black thought or like the last two yes. Nas albums. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, black thought album is, is a very solid project. I think obviously a lot of publicity has been around kind of the game project and ha how that's just failed to live up. Um, the Nas ones are solid, but I think I'm growing up. It was kind of Illmatic and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so I, th I think I I'm one of these people that, still listens to that now and again um and that's kind of what i what i like um so sometimes i feel a bit underwhelmed but it depends on on when i listen to it really um other than that then obviously you've got the the little brother album from 2019 so may the lord watch i'll listen to that from time to time but other than that kind of if if i listen to to hip-hop generally it'll be kind of some apollo brown stuff um so kind of his project with oc so trophies i know that's a few years old now um the one with locksmith so i think that's 2018 is it mona lisa um and then you've got blasphemy with razkaz um and stuff like that so a lot of it isn't quite as new um chain Wild is someone i'm listening to a little bit as well but that's kind of the as god intended project I think it was um but yeah i think a lot of it i listen to is kind of a bit of the old stuff really so kind of um the minstrel show little brother stuff like that stuff that i kind of still has a bit of an influence on on stuff i do now really um but other than that i think i i stay i try and stay away from kind of the the drumless stuff it, it just doesn't do it for me um so i know that's kind of a, a bit more at the, the forefront at the moment with with a few MCs and stuff like that, so I kind of avoid that a little bit. Um, so I kind of stick to yeah, I stick to a bit older stuff. So um, I, I was listening to Super Green Clientele earlier. Um, I think one is one of my favorite tracks, yeah, um, hip hop wise. But yeah, there, there's little bits and pieces, but kind of um, yeah, if 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 it was on the kind of the majority of stuff, it would be kind of a little bit further back than that, really. Um, in terms of other artists, kind of marvelous. I listen to obviously Rick Ali um, and stuff like that. But kind of in terms of regular stuff, it'll be um, slightly older than the last few years um, going forward. Yeah, I know. For me, I'm 42, and so like probably 95 percent of the music I listen to is from the 80s or 90s. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I think um, kind of the old Wu-Tang stuff, um, some of the the independent, well, the solo stuff. So yeah, like. Ghostface stuff like that I listen to, um, kind of like the old Little Brother stuff as well. Stuff like that will be kind of what I'll I'll generally listen to. Um, go, um, but yeah, I try and listen to to new stuff coming forward. So obviously, um, I know C dropped Four Finger Ring, so I've listened to that. Obviously with Alpha as well. So there's a few bits of his stuff 
I listen to um, Marvelous. There's there's something that's been a little one in the pipeline, but I know he's got different bits going on. Um, there's a guy from Massachusetts who I'm speaking with as well. So Ghost of the Machine. I know he did oh, a yeah. track with. Yeah. So so we're working on something as well. So there, there's there's always irons in the fire. Um, just different bits in the background that we're waiting to get sorted out. Um, so yeah, obviously Sky Zoo, I'll listen to as well. So that's one I'd love to kind of get on the track as well if if things aligned and worked out well. But yeah, I mean, look at kind of the um, the Wu Tang stuff, just like into the Wu Tang Thirty Six Chambers stuff like that. So it's kind of the '90s stuff I generally listen to, um, or kind of early two thousands. Yeah, um, I'm actually I'm from New Hampshire and I live in Maine now. But okay, yeah, yeah. So Massachusetts was really like. 20 minutes from me so i know a lot of a lot of these artists um you know from, yeah. from new england but um i just got a couple of questions and we can wrap it up that's all right um, yeah are there any producers like whether you know that are brand new or from 20 or 30 years ago that you feel are extremely slept on that you really like um i'm trying to think there's there, there'll be some but they've probably slipped my mind um or maybe an album that you feel like is like a slept on production masterpiece um there will be some but i think yeah i'm trying to think now um like for me i i always um i think of the main ingredient from pete rock and cl smooth yeah that's possibly like the best produced album no one ever mentions yeah to be fair i i'm one of of these people that i don't listen to pete rock a huge amount but when i do yeah it, it, it is always certainly solid um, so I think that is that is one of them. Um, that's definitely a solid project that, that you don't hear a lot of, really. Um, I, I don't know whether it's just I'm missing it, but I think um, not not quite '90s or anything like that. But kind of um, the OC Trophies album, I don't hit don't see a lot, that coming up a lot. But kind of that's always one one project that I listen to, and um, kind of the the Apollo Brown tracks on that is is always something I think is... Do you like a lot of his uh projects or mainly that one? Yeah, so I think um some of the stuff I'm doing now, so I think in terms of what I would say my not that I try to mimic or aspire to be, but I think kind of some of the stuff that I tr- make or enjoy making is kind of a bit of ninth wonder, a bit of Apollo Brown, um generally. Um I try and change it now and again just to have a bit of a different sound really. Um but yeah I think Kind of some of the um, Ghost of the Machine stuff with DJ Proof. Um, so the, the Heroes of Higher is they're they're very solid kind of solidly produced projects as well. Obviously they're from what six five six years ago from the first one. Um, but yeah, look, I think there's different stuff. Um, I think the, the Jake One white mu- white band music that was solid. Um, so if I'm if I'm lacking inspiration, I'll try and listen to some producer um instrumental albums as such so that's one i'll try and listen to um i think it's apollo brown clouds and there's a few ninth wonder ones but yeah i think pete rock is one that i personally don't listen to as much as i probably should um but yeah i think that obviously anything pete rock seal smith was always was always a solid project yeah so do you ever plan on putting out an instrumental album it's something i've thought of um not as yet. It is something I have considered kind of whilst waiting for other projects um, just whilst I'm kind of waiting for stuff to, to come and to put it out. There, there was, I actually have a folder on, on, um, on, on, on the PC kind of, of um, just a, a producer kind of instrumental album. Um, it might be something going forward that I look to do, but I'm always mindful of if you put something out and it's kind of something that's one of your your better tracks. Just, I'm always mindful of whether that would then put people kind of an MC off putting using it or whatever if it's already been released as on that. Um, so I'm always caught between two minds, but it's probably something I will look at doing at some point in the future, um, maybe next year or something like that, kind of the second half of next year. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's something I have considered. I just haven't done it as yet. So is there anything outside of music <clears throat> you're really good at that most people don't know about? Um, not particularly, no, I don't think so. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I'm just kind of, I think. Or anything in, you're really into? I think in, in my spare time, I'll I'll watch different bits of like historical stuff. So whether it's kind of um, ancient Egypt, Roman stuff, stuff like that. I'm always quite interested in history. I think I have as a kid. I've always been quite 
quite nerdy with history and all that stuff, really. Um, so yeah, if, if if there is time and and kind of I'm in the house on my own, I'll also try and watch something around kind of historical wise and and go from there. Just kind of stuff I've been interested in. So um, that'll mainly be around kind of the ancient Egypt stuff, um, a bit of Roman Empire stuff like that, really. Um, like there's always stuff I kind of don't think, oh, that could be quite useful, a quite a good topic to use kind of musically and stuff like that. So, yeah, that that'll be something that kind of my main interest is. Obviously, um, football over here or, or soccer for you guys. Um, kind of int- obviously interested in that. I wouldn't say I'm particularly good at it. Um, but yeah, it, it's something I've grown up kind of watching and as as a young kid. So that's something obviously checking on my hometown and and how they're doing and. And, and that's kind of one of my main interests as well, really. Um, you know, I, I, I haven't talked to many artists that are that are really super into history. It seems like the only one I can really think of is a friend of mine from New Hampshire, um, Ape the Grim. He actually has a yeah. song that he did. It's about World War II, and he did it as a history project. Mm-hmm. And I, I believe he's a history nice. major, like uh, has a degree in it and stuff. So I'll, yeah. I'll send it to you. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You can check it out. Yeah, because I know um, Ghost of the Machine is a history teacher. So, oh, really? um Yeah, yeah. So we'll now and again kind of just discuss random stuff. So I think if Seed hadn't said that he would do the full Julius project, um, I've spoken with Ghost a few times um, after work and stuff like that. We've kind of had a quick call and whatnot. Um, and also he was, he was very interested in that. So I think what I might speak to him about is whether we can get something on our project, whether whether it would fit on on one of them um, to kind of get something with it with a historical story about it, or whether it's kind of um, told from from kind of a modern aspect of it. But yeah, it's I, speaking to to um, Ghost. He he's a history teacher. I think he's secondary school um, potentially. Um, so yeah, so he he's a history teacher. So it's quite interesting speaking to him about different bits and his interest in that as well um but yeah there's not a lot of people that kind of when i broached him with the idea it, it seemed like a bit of a hard sell initially because people were like yeah I, I don't really know anything about it um so i think yeah i think the only other mc that kind of tells a bit of historical stuff now and again will be will be raz really yeah <clears throat> all right so um can you let people know where they can find you online and give any shout outs you might have yeah, yeah i got absolutely. one more question after yeah, yeah, absolutely. So um, Facebook's either David Bruton or there is the Brutal Caesar page. Um, so you can find me on there. Um, Instagram is Brutal Caesar Music. And Twitter handle, I just need to log in because I can't remember it. I think it's just at Brutal Caesar, but let me have a look. Um, yeah, so Twitter is just at Brutal Caesar. Instagram is Brutal Caesar Music. Um, and Facebook is either David Bruton, just for the one I use, um, or for the actual Brutal Caesar page, it's, it's Brutal Caesar. Um, Bandcamp is just Brutal Caesar again. So yeah, anything mainly is just coming through as Brutal Caesar. Um, so that will be for most socials. Will be just just search for that and you'll find me. Well, this isn't the last question, but I just popped in my head. Are any of your albums available on record or CD? Um, so Caesar Calpurnia is. So that was um, if if you kind of if you weren't far from Massachusetts so there's a group on Facebook with um, hip hop lifers so speaking yeah, to them and, yeah so I was speaking to Brad and they, they've got a few discs um, for that so that's the only one that's out on physical at the moment um, it just you know if these three of... uh, new ones are going to be on physical copies um, so the body ping one I'm not I don't think so at the moment um, Ren Thomas we're looking at potentially doing um cds for that so we'll kind of split it where we'll have a batch of cds each so he'll ship them over here um then he'll keep some kind of um shows and stuff like that as well to carry around with him um julius potentially i haven't spoken with seed regarding that i think it's something we have briefly mentioned about distribution and and how we're going to release it um yeah i think we're, we're two tracks out of 10 into that so i think that'll be a little way off but hopefully if if demand is there, then yeah, it'd definitely be something to look to do. Um, vinyl would be great to have, but I think the initial outlay is so expensive nowadays that it, it is yeah. difficult to kind of um, rash, kind of rationalise doing that at the moment, especially given everywhere is just 
gone wrong with COVID and, and the financial impact on that, really. Right. So um, this is the last question. Is yeah. Do you have a top five favorite albums of all time? So I say number one would be Supreme Clients, as, as other people's, yeah, not my own, because mm-hmm. I, I don't have enough to to say five of my own favorite ones myself. Um, yes, I'll say Supreme Clientele will be number one. Um, then from there, I would probably look at saying um, Elmatic will be one as well. Um, I'd say Little Brother, so Minstrel Show, is, is one I listen to quite regularly. And then fourth and fifth, I'd probably say Blasphemy, so um, Razkaz Apollo Brown is one. And then if we stuck with Apollo Brown again, I'd probably say OC Trophies are probably, at the moment, my top five right now. Um, Sky Zoo will come in and out of that, but I think at the moment, um, probably look at those five. Easy Truth is is close, but it's not quite there at the moment. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a good list. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, thank you very much for joining me tonight. I really appreciate you taking the time. And um Send me any tracks from these projects that you want played, um, you know, yeah, for yeah. my other show. Feel free to just send a bunch if you want. And uh, yeah. I'm looking forward to hearing all these. There's a, there's a lot of lot of work you put in. And, uh, I really like the music I've heard from you so far. So it's uh, it's Thank looking you. good yeah, for yeah. the rest of the year for you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'll send you. Um, I'll send. Not the finished ones, but just just so you can have kind of a an early preview of them. Um, they're not quite finished, but kind of they're, they're there or thereabouts. So I'll send you a few of them. Um, but yeah, appreciate you having me. And obviously, thank you for, for playing the tracks that we send across and, and supporting them and getting people hearing them. So it is it is much appreciated. I know you guys right, don't well, always th- get the praise that you need. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Well, thanks a lot. And uh, enjoy your night and take care. Thank you. And you. Look after yourself. Stay safe. Thank you. Peace. The 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 the